This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Dave Koken here on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network, talking some college football as it's the best weekend of college football. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's rivalry week. It's no rental wins. It is very, very good stuff. So, Dave, um, nice job last week, two and one. So, we're hoping to have. Another good week. And uh, also, uh, that Army, Army got uh, UConn was sort of public uh, last week with that uh, gaudy number sticking at you, you know, with that uh, double digits for a team that was uh, so good against the spread this year. And they took care of business uh, in West Point, uh, among some other ones. So nice job last week. I'll take two and one every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, the biggest game of them all. This week is number two versus number three uh, in the uh, playoff committee's poll. And, boy, strength against strength. First time since 2006 when these two teams were uh, – they met and were undefeated uh, at the uh, in the holiday uh, Thanksgiving Saturday, Michigan and Ohio State. And Michigan, after getting drilled for so many years, not even being able to be competitive for so many years, minus Harbaugh's first year where that – the close fourth down was so close uh, to Michigan stopping them and winning the game right there. Then they lose in multiple overtimes, but that's been it for being competitive until last year. And it's funny that Harbaugh went back to his roots instead of having Shea Patterson run the read option and spreading like he did at Stanford, like he did with the 49ers. They went back to a line of scrimmage team and they just blew Ohio state off of the line of scrimmage, even in sort of their four-minute offense with the lead trying to secure the victory, they didn't just run the clock out. They ran the clock out in, punched into the end zone for an easy score. So Jim Knowles was brought in from Ohio State. They tried to get more physical up front in case they had to meet in this type of situation again, and that's where we are. Ohio State averaging 47 points a game, Michigan averaging 40 points a game. Uh, Michigan giving up just 12 points a game. Ohio State a little bit more at 17 points a game. And both of these teams last week, pretty clear it was a look-ahead spot as they struggled against Maryland and also Illinois. And Michigan especially needing three fourth-quarter field goals uh, to pull it out uh, and a walk-off field goal at that. So Ohio State now at Bet Rivers, Dave, is an eight-point favorite over over Michigan. Yeah, I would wait until game time to play this. Play it as late as possible because you want to know who's on the field for Michigan in this game. But that being said, I think it's going to be a one-possession game. The one thing Michigan is going to be able to do, in my opinion, with or without their best back, 
is run the football against Ohio State. Ohio State, it's not a bad rushing defense, but it's not their strength. And what Michigan wants to do is keep the Ohio State offense off the field as much as possible for, for obvious reasons. Stroud is amazing. I think they can do it. Now, the negatives here, we don't know how healthy Coram is. Uh, Ryan Day has come right out and said that revenge is a major factor for Ohio State in this game. That being said, I think it's a, a very competitive matchup, and Michigan fits the stat profile I like, which is a team that's really good running the, 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 running the rock and not giving up yards on the ground. Stroud's going to have to beat them through the air. I think this is going to be everything it's supposed to be. It will live up to the hype. I think Ohio State wins, but I think it's a one-possession game. Michigan, plus anything more than a touchdown to me, is a take. Well, it'll be uh, interesting to see if Michigan starts to have success running the ball uh, between the tackles again. Will Knowles put an extra guy? Will he try and stack the box and make McCarthy beat him? Uh, McCarthy, with all of Michigan's success this year, is only throwing for 177 yards a, a game. So uh, 14 TDs and two interceptions. So he's more the, he's not as uh, established or certainly uh, not as trusted as a web. But it's, it's the game within the game. And you talk about the revenge factor because it's so rare, you know, for Ohio State. We talked about it. The Harbaugh's never beaten them. I mean. Uh, but it's in the line. So, it's, it's in the what's line. What's that? It's in the line. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it was in the look-ahead line was even more than this. It was a 10 a few, uh, a few weeks ago, and now it's at 8, but still uh, over a touchdown. And you still, you, you still think that um, wait late, dog late here? Uh, that, uh, well, it will... look, if, 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 if it turns out Coram isn't playing, then the line's going to go up. And in that case, you want to get as many points as possible. I don't think it's going down to 7. I don't think you have to worry about that too much. So sit and wait till game time. Be patient. I, I think Coram with the uh, with the X rays, which are negative, I think he's going to play. It's just I a matter of too. what kind of percentage he will be. And right. I mean, I will watching that kid play with negative X rays. I I can't see where he's not going to uh, play. But we have had Dave more of these games being played with injuries, especially at the quarterback position yeah. in college football this year. Coaches at Arkansas, Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma State, um, you know, Kansas State, dressing out quarterbacks, warming them up with no intention that they were going to play. These games being played, I don't know if it will be similar at Corum, well, but I believe that the information is, is legitimate that he did have negative x-rays and he's going to give it a go. We'll see. I think he's going to be playing. Because yeah. this game's, unless he's really, really hurt, he's playing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, two teams that really don't like each other a whole lot, let's go down to the Iron Bowl in uh, in uh, Alabama. Alabama has dominated at uh, Vaught, I mean at uh, Bryant Denny. They have had struggles and lost a few, and should have lost another one uh, last year uh, at uh, at uh, Jordan Hare. Auburn, though, on the road since Cadillac Williams has taken over on an interim basis, and there's all kinds of rumors floating uh -huh. around, but. You can book it. Nothing was going to be done before they let Cadillac Williams, who's on a roll, 3-0 and ATS, 2-1 and straight up, that tough luck loss at Starkville uh, in overtime, but 3-0 and uh, ATS, getting 22 at Bama, 
and he's one of their favorite sons, and they wanted to give their team every chance and no uh, provide no uh, distractions going against the hated Crimson Tide. Bama has shown one thing. They are vulnerable. They've had five close calls. It's been a long time since they've had five 50-50 games. They're three and two in those. Bama 22 at home against Auburn, Dave. This is, a, look, technically Auburn can still make a bowl yes. if they win this game. But this is their bowl game. This is the game for the Tigers. It's all they care about. And their season's a success if they if they pull off the shocker here. Now, I don't think they're going to do that. But I do think they're going to compete. Alabama isn't playing. Look, technically they're still alive for the uh, – Final four, but that's not going to. They need a miracle to get there, and that's probably not going to happen. And the fact is, I think the motivational edge is on the Auburn side here. Now, are they as good as Alabama? Of course not. But more than three touchdowns in their game, give me the points. I think Auburn could keep this competitive, which is all you need to do. Because the only way Alabama is covering this is if they smash them. And I, I, I don't think that will happen. I think this could be a two-touchdown game. To me, 22 is a lot of value on the Auburn side. I'll take the points. We do uh, try to evaluate uh, emotional high spots and low spots, handicap in college football. We look for motivation a- as well. <laughs> Dave, you talk about it. There is no question that both of these teams will be sky high. I mean, this is a 365-day yep. um, I mean, rivalry. Uh, if you know any of these folks, especially on the Auburn side, especially yes. on the Auburn side because Bama has achieved more, but they just do not like – this game is so big. And no, no, no doubt about it. The uh, they will be playing hard. And then if Cadillac Williams has gotten them to play hard in the three games they've had after what, what really were they playing for? Uh, the f- fans. We talked about the fans earlier this year. Did you see the atmosphere at the A and M game? I mean, oh, both teams aren't, aren't going anywhere. And I mean, it was electric. And that's yep. Cadillac Williams kind of bringing that, uh, bringing that back. And also, they have a, a great fan base as well. Dysfunctional leadership. Though they lead the country, and it's not even close on paying coaches not to coach. So, uh, <laughs> but we will see with uh, Auburn plus a twenty-two, and then finally let's go down to Texas San Antonio in San Antonio, Texas San Antonio versus UTEP. Uh, the Roadrunners here laying a big seventeen against UTEP. The Miners in this one. Yeah, this is in many ways the most interesting handicap of the week. San Antonio is—they've already clinched. The regular season title. So they're going to play at home next week uh, against a, an unknown opponent at this point. That will be their last game ever in Conference USA because they're moving to the American Athletic Conference next year. I don't know that this game means a thing to San Antonio. And what we could see happen is what we saw happen last week in the MAC where Toledo was already locked in yes. the championship game. And they sat, they sat some regulars, including their quarterback. Now, I don't think San Antonio is going to sit Frank Harris, but it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't play the whole game. And you can say that about some of the other UTSA players as well. They want to be ready for next week's game, which is a lot bigger. El Paso uh, actually has a pretty decent defense by Conference USA standards. 
And I think they could compete from that standpoint. And if they could pull off the upset, they'll go bowling, which is, you know, a big deal. I, I think it's a total dead spot for the Roadrunners getting this many points. I think Texas El Paso is absolutely a take here. It's the first game I circled this week, and uh, I'll take the 17 with the Miners. Yes, um, North Texas uh, controls. Uh, Texas San Antonio's in. They're undefeated 7-0 in conference play. So they're in. They just wait for their opponent. Western Kentucky and North Texas are tied for second at 5-2. and two. North yep. Texas holds a tiebreaker. North Texas plays Florida Atlantic. I'm sorry, plays Rice. The plays Rice. Western Kentucky plays Florida Atlantic. So uh, North Texas wins with a uh, win over Rice. If Western Kentucky beats Florida Atlantic, they will get in, and it would be a rematch of that game that we saw last year on that right. Friday night where uh, Texas San Antonio did win over Bailey Zappi uh, in uh, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. So, and, you know what I San do Anto- like? San Antonio, San Antonio will go and play in the Chameleon Bowl after that because I think that's where they'll end up. So, it's not there. In, they're not in the, really in the running to play uh, on January 1st. So, I, I really don't think this game just – to me, it doesn't mean anything to San Antonio. No, I think the comparison to the MAC is is legit, and this is two years in a row now we've seen it with yep. the MAC. You know where a team was. I think it was Northern Illinois last year. In their last game, they sat Lombardi, in uh, he and and they got beat as a as a big favorite. And so speaking well, of the MAC, it, it, uh, I've been what it comes down with, to is you have to guess somewhat at look ahead situations, but not here. This is clearly a look ahead situation for Texas San Antonio. It's yep. it's a way more meaningful game to the underdog. How about a little bit of there might be a few teams short too. So if UTEP does win, they are six and six and bowl eligible as well. Oh, anybody who gets the six is going to bowl. Yeah. Uh, yes. It, 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 there may not be enough six win teams to fill out all the the uh, all the matchups. So anybody who gets the six is going. And what I do like about uh, your – and this is a general approach I've had over the years, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but y- you know every year we've got these big spread rivalry games. That, I mean, it is a nail-biter. I mean, it's coming yeah. down to the wire, and you like all three. You got points. Michigan plus eight, Auburn plus 22, and UTEP plus 17 in and, rivalry week. And on the UTEP, just sprinkle a little bit of the money line. Why not? See what that is. Send that to me, Max, uh, if you could uh, see what the miners are uh, money line. Probably about uh, plus $4, $4.50, uh, something like that. We'll look at Bet Rivers and see what it is. I'm not saying uh, a big bet, just a little sprinkle. Absolutely. Plus five seventy five. Plus five seventy five. Nice. Now, that's not, that's not in-game Saudi Arabia against Argentina. But what the hell is? So, I, I, I have plus, no idea about soccer. Plus, so. plus five seventy five. But no, that, and that's... That's but Dave, wouldn't you suggest a little bit of that over the schedule with these rivalry games that it's more likely in a rivalry game yeah. to pull off these type of upsets? And have you ever seen a season in college football where more double digit dogs won outright? It's been pretty good. So maybe we can steal one here. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, uh there there were and there were last week alone there was about five of them. And there were three more close calls with uh, Michigan uh, and uh, Wisconsin as a big double-digit favorite. Uh, about needed. Navy. Navy got there. 
Navy did get there. Navy did get there. Who beat Michigan State? Um, oh, goodness. Indiana. I- Indiana uh, wins that one. Uh, Georgia Tech as 21-point dogs. You know? and, and you had North Carolina in a look-ahead situation. It can happen. Absolutely. And, uh, and the other thing with North Carolina, Dave, last week was they were 6-0 and in one-score games. It was kind of like a little bit of North Carolina TCU waiting for them. And on the NFL side, the Vikings were 7-0 and in uh, one-score games until last week. And so, well, they're still seven and zero in one score. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Yeah, they. The, no, no doubt about that one. That was uh, that you couldn't have beaten a team uh, as bad as they beat them uh, last week. So uh, once again, uh, Dave's uh, picks. Um, yeah, it was um, I'm trying to remember the other uh, double digit uh, under. Oh well, South Carolina. How could we forget that oh, yeah. Yeah. against uh, Tennessee? So uh, it was uh, it was prevalent uh, last week in uh, college football. All right, uh, for Dave Coquit, I'm Jimmy Ott. Dave's picks again. Oh, uh, Miami, I mean Miami, Michigan plus eight, Auburn plus twenty-two, UTEP plus seventeen. Taking the dogs in rivalry weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Dave. Same to you, Jimmy. Yes, indeed. For Dave Coquit, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.